Plus, Curse is today with another community spotlight, and we're on the line today with Dr. Peter Sangra, who was recently named the top psychiatrist in Santa Teresa by America's Best Doctors. So first of all, congratulations, Dr. Sangra. That's quite an honor. Thanks, Lindsay. Now, for those who are just finding you for the very first time with Peak Behavioral Health Services and those who may not know you so well, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I did residency in Louisiana, um, that great state there. And then what brought me to El Paso was, um, you know, the love for children and adolescents. So I did a fellowship in child adolescent psychiatry under, um, you know, my mentor now, Dr. Cecilia de Vargas, um, and just, um, just loved the community, fell in love with the people, the place, and we decided to stay here. Um, and now we've got one of America's best doctors in our area. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> now, by all we're accounts, ahead. Dr. Sanger, we're starting to see a little light at the end of the tunnel, a little more normalcy starting to come back into our lives a year into COVID. But there are some still people that are struggling. They're getting into the pandemic beyond the virus itself. And it comes down to our mental health. Are you seeing this, especially in children and teens and young adults in the area? We are. Uh, we've learned uh, quite a few things with this COVID pandemic. We learned that the uh, reduced social exposure um, to other kids and peers, uh, reduced academic expectations, even disruptions in support services, technologies have increased like emotional challenges and behavioral challenges for kids. Um, so we've seen that. We've seen the loneliness in children and adolescents increase with the isolation, which is associated directly with uh, depression, anxiety. We've seen, um, I've seen throughout the year, like increased levels of depression, suicidal attempts. Um, and then, of course, kids with prior existing um, mental health issues um, were at higher risk for depression, anxiety as well. It almost um, compounds the problem, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I am a mom and I have a couple of girls who have had a hard time going through this pandemic. So as parents, loved ones, even as teachers, as we start to return back to the school idea here in Las Cruces and throughout southern New Mexico, what should we be looking for as warning signs of serious mental health issues or even addiction? Sure. Um, you know, warning signs you definitely want to look out for, if, um, especially when we're coming out of the pandemic pandemic and we're returning back to school um, you want to look for um, you know the focused discussion on death um, loss and suicide because then, you know they're gonna uh, meet other kids that are dealing with those issues and uh, you definitely want to be available for your kids um, to talk about that and you want to look for uh, the high strung kid that is kind of highly anxious and withdrawn you want to pay attention to that especially going back to school um, look for uh, you know that continue annoyance, irritability, just with the simple tasks as well. Uh, there might be some underlying kind of discussion that needs to be taken place there. If, they, if a child or adolescent continues to be self-isolating, having poor academic performance, changes in personality, sleep, or eating behaviors, you definitely want to start to address that. And um, if there's any concerns like that, make sure all the weapons are all locked up and secure. I'm glad you bring that up. It is something, it's very heavy to talk about, and a lot of people don't want to bring it out into light, but we have seen an increase in not only suicides, but also suicide attempts, and children under the age of 17. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's quite shocking sometimes just to even, even talk about or hear about it. Um, I deal with that with families day in, day out, um, but it's important to talk about it and kind of 
catch it before it grows into deep, deep, dark depression. Is it is it your suggestion to have those hard conversations with our kids, even if it makes us feel uncomfortable? It is. Unfortunately, you have to. Otherwise, you're going to talk to someone else and get wrong advice. Um, and this way, you can kind of guide them, be the coach, be the parent, and teach them in the right direction. Now, I, I do want to bring up, we talked a little bit about, especially teenagers, we know that teenagers have their own area that they sit in when it comes to mental health. So a lot of the signs, the warning signs, can also be typical teenage behavior at the same time. So what kind of advice do you have for families who are beginning to make these transitions back to school and back to work? How do we help with that? Okay, so then, uh, you know, most kids will do good. Um so I don't want to spread a level of anxiety or fear there, but most some kids will actually have some difficulties. So what you want to do is you want to kind of go back to, I guess I can say pre-COVID conditions. So kind of back to your normal routine the family had prior to that, if we can remember that, right? Right. <laughs> In about a year. <laughs> but, but you want to go definitely go as fast as you can back into that normal routine, just to kind of get them reestablished as fast as you can. But we be but be prepared for any kind of questions to arise from when they are back in school about loss, death, maybe some other kids dealing with that. And that heaviness burden, um, you know, your child might bring back at home. So you want to be definitely prepared for that. Um, have the teachers be prepared for a kind of heightened level of distress and behavioral changes coming back to this possible uh, new norm, new rules in school. Um, that should lighten the river like um, after a couple of weeks. Um, the teachers and counselors should also be prepared for kind of assessing the depression, anxiety, behavioral changes, and quickly referring for professional help. Um, the sooner the better, just so they can ease all their resources as well. You said something very important that I don't think a lot of people have actually focused on is as we try to get back to a normal mode for our families, for our children, for our communities, you said take a couple of weeks. I think it's really important to highlight that people need time for adjustment, and, and it's even more important for our kids, correct? Correct. Um, you know, there's a recent study done with, uh, you know, kids that actually have social phobias. They've actually done well in the pandemic because they weren't um, having to address their fears and go back to school. Those kids will have actually a little bit more difficulties going back to school um, because they haven't had those um, efforts of like challenging their fears and getting past that. Now they're, it's going to almost be like a flood of emotions that they're going to have to deal with. So um, definitely some challenges. You know, Dr. Sangra, thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today, especially because this is very top of mind. Our own public school board here in Las Cruces has announced that they are going to be doing part-time back to school for the high schools very soon, and they're still considering it for the other grades. So I think recognizing signs in our kids and taking the time to help get back into that routine is really important. And hearing it from a mental health professional is always more helpful than knowing it in the back of your head. Yes. Thank you, Lindsay. We're always here to help at peak. Um, just call us if you have any challenges with your kids, loved ones. We're always here to help. Um, you know, we're here to provide compassionate, highly effective mental health treatment and uh, using a collaborative method. Of course, there's many ways to get a hold of Peak Behavioral Health. They offer uh, free mental health assessments at peakbehavioral.com, or you can call them at 575-589-3000. Dr. Peter Sangra, one of America's best doctors right here in Santa Teresa, thank you so much for uh, letting us have a few minutes of your time today. Thank you.